Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking trending down players. We each got two guys that are going down our draft boards as we get closer to the season. For whatever reason, maybe it's play, maybe it's situation, who knows. We got two guys each. We did trending up the other day, so if you want to hear some positive player news, go listen to that one first, then come back and hear the negative today. Here we go, Jeff. We'll just jump right into this thing. Who do you got? Um, the first guy I'm going to talk about is a rookie. He just hasn't wowed me the way I thought he was going to, and I'm going to put Jamar Chase on this list. He's not. I'm not burying him by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think that there's guys that are leapfrogging him because I haven't seen anything. And he, to be fair, it kind of reminds me of, I think Jamar Chase will be fine. <laughs> I'll say that because when I bring up Mike Williams, who Detroit drafted back in the day that took a year off and then, you know, and he was a top 10 pick because he was so good in college at one point, it kind of reminds me of that. I think Jamar Chase will be fine, but I think, uh, I think overall, when, when we ranked him at first, we thought he was going to be sharp on top of it and and it just doesn't feel that way. And you also have two other guys that are very capable pass catchers. And I always liked T Higgins. And now I feel even more, uh, you know, confident about that pick. And even Tyler Boyd, like, I know we don't ever talk about him, but he is a, a, a good pass catcher, especially for that team that could get a hundred, you know, a hundred targets and whatnot. So Jamar Chase, he's not, you know, falling off my board but he's definitely dropped uh, quite a few spots in order. And even someone like we've talked about in the, you know, going up like Jerry Judy and uh, you know, those types of guys are actually jumping over him for me right now. Yeah. So he, he was a guy that we, I had him, he was gonna be on my list. I'm going to add another one. I got another guy. So Jamar Chase, I'm right on board <laughs> with you and the drops. Yeah. The drops aren't great to see. You don't like to see the drops and it's not just that. I mean, it's like yeah, the offense. I just don't, I'm not sold on it right now. And there's other good pass catchers there. I mean, obviously Higgins and Tyler Boyd is fine. It just might not be this this just massive rookie season that some people wanted in the way that he's getting drafted. It just might be, you know, he's just figuring it out and he has an okay year and maybe next year is the breakout year. I, I don't want to draft him anymore where he was going in these drafts. Like, so he's just, he's going down my board a bit. He shouldn't be so far ahead of, you know, Smith and Waddle at this point. And there's plenty of other guys that are around there that, you know, let's not go draft, you know, the unproven guy who hasn't showed us anything yet over some of these other players. So, yeah, I'm completely on board with you on Jamar Chase. He's just he's just fallen down a little bit. And, and again, I think he's going to be fine. It's just, yeah, maybe the year off ha- is a big factor in that. And first time he's seeing, you know, he's seeing somebody over the middle there. It's kind of a worry. So, yeah, he's yeah. Um, currently fancy pros. He's 28th right now. And then after him, you got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, players like that, that, you know, like I just, I, I want Jerry Judy right now. So. Yeah. And I, I don't think we're alone because I actually think that is lower than what he was about a week ago. Probably. Cause he's like, I think he's already actually yeah. starting to slip so that, you know, because I think he was in the mid twenties. Um, yep. I guess the question here before we move on from him, um, speaking of dynasty, what does that do for, for him? Does that really affect his ranking at all? Not, not for me in dynasty. He's still the top receiver for me. Um, depends on how you want to draft and what kind of leagues you're in. If you're in full PPR, he still might be one, like the top guy possibly. But Najee's, the, Najee's probably still my number one. 
Jamar Chase might, he still might be my number two player off the board, honestly, because you get the other running backs, Javante Williams, not as sold. I mean, Jamar might still be my number two right now. Yeah. And that's kind of the point. I, I'm there with you. I, I think that you, you could have a legitimate reason to give Devante Smith yeah. uh, another look, but because I, I think he's a talented guy too, but he really hasn't shown anything either, <laughs> but right. I do think they're going to force feed him the ball because I think there's a, a little bit less talent around him compared to T Higgins and Tyler Boyd and when, whatnot. So, yep. but anyway, yeah. All right. So I, I will have a replacement from what was going to be my Jamar chase pick. I'm going to go with Kenny Galladay who hasn't shown us anything because he's been hurt and that's why he he early in my early ranks he was what probably 15th ish you know he's up there he's supposed to be the you know the new number one there in in new york you know there was some good expectations they paid him a lot of money and he's not yet seen the field he's recovering from a hamstring injury but he missed a lot of last year with injury i don't know how much of that was it was the end of his contract they didn't want to put him in whatever it was a weird thing but this isn't this isn't good. I can just see this being a lingering thing all year. And it just has me worried. I'm not, I'm just not confident he's gonna be healthy. And because of that, if a guy who was, yeah, once in my top 15 is now dropping closer to 30 in my ranks. He's probably between 25 and 30 now. And he keeps falling because what do we have here? I don't know. I don't know what it, I don't know what we have. I don't know if he's gonna be healthy. Hamstring injuries, you know how they can linger. I don't feel confident in it. He's not got, he hasn't really got to play with his new quarterback, his new team. None of this sounds great to me. Kenny Galladay is a good player, but Kenny Galladay isn't to me a special player that can just step in and be just amazing without any, any work here. He needs to play to get ready. And he just hasn't I'm, because of that. I'm just going to drop him down my board. And I picked him up in a lot of leagues we were doing because I liked where I was getting him, but the longer this has lingered on, I don't like it. So he's dropped down for me. I, Cannot agree with you more. That was gonna be my other guy. I'm glad that we're doing <laughs> so there, this. I stole, I stole oh, it from yeah. you. There. So now I have to. I'm gonna scramble and pick another guy. Right. Um, I can, I yeah, can go I, with another one. I'll, I'll let you think if you don't have one. I'll pick. I appreciate that. Guy. Yeah, but as far as Gallup, I, I think that's a very good point. I don't think he's gonna be the only one that has an injury and we just don't know where he's ending up. Right. That yep. is a very normal case. And let's be honest. If you're on a good team, that's one thing. If that team has to figure out his own identity and you're not going to be there in the beginning of the year. That's a whole nother thing. And I, I we all know that Kenny Galladay at le- at the very least can get down the field and catch the ball and for big plays. Right. But when you're coming off an injury, if you're not quite as explosive, if you're not quite this, you know, a little bit goes a long way. So I think he is one of those players that I downgrade more rapidly because if he doesn't have that, that you know special playmaking ability then i'm not sure what he brings to the offense yeah i I, anyway i don't need please uh, i was gonna say please give me time and go ahead and say another one (laughs) all right so here's it hey everyone so this next part you're about to hear me and jeff uh talk about was actually recorded Monday night before the Sony Michelle trade happened to the Rams. So I'm going to go ramble on about how, I, how Damian Harris is one of my trending down players because Sony Michelle is probably still going to eat into his workload and all that good stuff. So maybe I'm not as sold on Damian Harris trending down as I once was, but I'm still, same point still applies. Patriots, running backs, they they use them all. They, they use, you know, Bill Belichick hasn't had a history of using 
one running back very often. So all you'll hear in a minute, I'm talking about how I think they're going to use Harris, but with Steven or with, uh, with Sony Michelle, I still think that's going to play out. It might just be Damian Harris, James White, Ramondre Stevenson, maybe even JJ Taylor. Same point still applies, but you'll hear me talk about Sony Michelle. And um, yeah, that changed a little bit, but here we go. Me and Jeff talk about Damian Harris next. I don't know if you're going to, you're probably not going to love to hear this one. The way I'm feeling is um, Damian Harris is my next. Okay. In, well, it's actually, not the player. It's, it's okay. not the player necessarily. Damian Harris, I think can play decently enough, but the more I thought about it, why, why do we think the Patriots are just going to have Damian Harris run the ball? We, why we're not, it's not going to happen. So I believe um, I, I don't have the stat in front of me right now, but he was only in on like not even half of the first team snaps. And it wasn't like there's was another guy that just, he was still the one, but Sony Michelle got some work. Obviously James White is still coming in on third downs. You know, Ramondre Stevenson has actually looked pretty good in his time he's played. You could see a scenario where he gets some opportunity. It's more of, I'm just watching this play out and I'm like, hey, we might have the Patriots of old again. Damian Harris might not be getting the opportunity uh, quite the opportunity we thought even though he still probably is their number one sony michelle is just not going away he's still around and they're still playing him and you know james white's not going away james white is is going to be in on those third downs so because of that i just started to i don't know i mean it's not like he's gonna fall too far because the spot what he wasn't overly ranked right we didn't have him crazy the rank wasn't crazy but i did start to push him into maybe the mid twenties. And this might just make me drop him though. It's going to probably make me drop him at least below like the chase Edmonds of the world. And you know, those kind of players maybe. And I mean, you're not going to, I mean, I know you don't agree with this Trey sermon. Um, yeah. You know me well. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I think I might put Trey sermon ahead of him. There's other guys in that range where I just like, Okay, Trace Sermon, that's not a great example. He doesn't have the workload either. He's still the number two. So that's not the same thing, but unproven. (laughs) But no, it's just, it just just makes me hesitate a little bit where I don't feel as comfortable drafting him anymore. And even though this isn't like a huge rankings drop, it's just slight. And he drops below a couple guys where, shoot, maybe Miles Gaskin goes ahead of him. James Robinson now goes ahead of him. Guys, I don't like, but I know probably have a better opportunity. So that's that's why Damian Harris is on that. Yeah, I think that you reasoned that out correctly. And to be honest, watching those games, everyone did well. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah it's, it's, it hard, wasn't... it's hard because Damian Harris didn't do anything bad. He scored a touchdown. He looked good. But yeah. you're right. I mean, Sonny Michelle did look pretty good. And Stevenson actually looked possibly the best. But right. he is a rookie guy. You don't exactly know everything he's capable of. So I don't mind that at all. And I think that is the big worry. Damian Harris could easily be the number one back there, but – if you have three capable bags, why wouldn't you well, use them? Yeah, I, I totally, I can, I can totally take that uh, and and run with it. And once again, like you said, my my biggest one right away was like, how far could you actually drop him? Because like you said, like okay, far, if he's in mid twenties, whatever. But yeah, there are some guys with injuries are de- definitely going to go ahead of him now. So yeah. I, I I do agree with you. I do like his upside, but the Patriots never make me feel warm and cozy about my pick. You know what I mean. <laughs> Well, and then even J.J. Taylor, I know he's playing against, he's not playing against the starters, but he had 12 carries for 93 yards and a touchdown. But it's just stuff like that where maybe these guys get more of a look. And with the Patriots, that's the one team where you wouldn't be surprised if they got more of a look. So it's just, yeah, 
just the hesitations there slightly for me because of that. But all right, Jeff, do you have a number two? <laughs> um, no, not really. Uh, knowing that we, <laughs> knowing that we haven't already kind of talked about, like the other guys I would mention would be like a Joe Mixon, right? I just don't feel solid about their their line. We've talked about him already though before, so I don't really want to repeat it. Do you have another one locked and loaded that so, you're ready to go on? And this one, this one isn't as like, you know, exciting either. But David Johnson is one who might be the number three in Houston now. A guy who was probably their, no, it was their lead back last year and did decent. He was getting ranked in the top thirty at running back. Honestly, this he might be need to be closer to fifty. Mark Ingram at this point looks like he might be ahead of David Johnson in, in the pecking order. There, Philip Lindsay is clearly ahead of him. And Mark Ingram might be, but again, or is this just preseason? Is this just, I don't think it is. David Johnson looks like he is the third guy in that offense, which is not a good offense to begin with. And I drafted him the other day for like, <laughs> like for some stupid reason now. And I, I want to just drop him. So I, I, I'm just, I'm, I, I don't, I think it's going to turn out poorly here for him. Yeah. Um, I, couldn't agree with you more on that one as well. I know we're kind of on par today. But, yeah, I mean, the the question was who is actually going to be the number one running back. And David Johnson, or is it going to be a three-headed beast? Like, or I can't even say three-headed beast. Would it just be three average guys? Three guys that they, who – That they trot out there yeah. and the offense just can't move the ball anyway. So, I mean, you're you're not wrong. And when yeah, you say it's, this, it's, not, it's, it's not, so it, funny because it doesn't register at all for no, me. Because it's not flashy. Like, but he was he was getting ranked at one point in the top thirty, and he he none of those backs should be there. Maybe Philip Lindsay should be in the thirty to forty range, but David Johnson and Mark Mark Ingram's been down anyway. But David Johnson needs to be more fifth, like fiftieth. It's just it basically just means avoid this backfield. You know? Yeah, and no, I, I want to say this in uh, it goes along with this, and this is not really downgrading uh, anyone. But as far as bad backfields and and how they the outcome is, the other guy that I've I thought maybe would, um, you know, some people would try to grab as like a sneaky one would be Tevin Coleman. Um, that That is another guy that I feel is the same thing as David Johnson, where it's just, I don't think he's ever going to be healthy again. And Michael Carter has done enough where you're kind of like, he's going to be the number one back there. Well, I don't know. That's a, that's, a, that's an interesting situation because Coleman and um, Ty Johnson have been, play- oh, Ty Johnson's definitely been playing ahead of Michael Carty, Mark Carter. So it's one yeah, of those where I, they're just they're just not handing him the job. I'm a little, I don't know about that one. I'm a little. Yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to, but I felt like it's kind of similar. Like as far as like bad backfields with multiple guys in there. But but the the person who at one time was the flashy pick and has a little, you know, a few years under their belt are the ones that I feel like are are kind of coming up short, like nowhere near the, in the discussion of the RB1. And I, I feel like Tevin Coleman is kind of the same way for me. Um, just uh, we'll find out, but yeah, just bad situations in general. Yep. Oh, all right. There we go. There's trending down. We'll be back next week with some more fantasy football stuff for you. Maybe we'll have some uh, more positive news and positive stuff to talk about, but not, not the players trending down, but maybe, yeah, you were probably hopefully drafting David Johnson anyway, like I was. So. God, I don't know why I didn't yeah. draft a David Johnson. My team's all like young guys. Well, you got desperate. <laughs> well, that's what happens. It is uh, in this year. I do think that you can 
mix and match in the first four rounds as far as wide receiver and running back goes. Yeah. But you have to make sure that you can still get at least two legit running backs. And, you know, with our league, you being down money, you can see like trying to get clever with it and, you know, just grabbing the last guy, you know, the last puppet to bowl. But um, yeah, you're not much. the only one. I mean, we, we have plenty of other guys that like, especially with ATN going down, uh, people are going to be hurting real, Wayne, real bad for running. Wayne back. lost a couple backs already, so <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. He drafted. And can we? He li- <laughs> so he can we mention to us. His... What's that? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I was, can we mention one thing really quickly? Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an interesting thing they did. The the cuts they made, and one of them was a guy that you liked because let's be I honest, did. Like, I well, liked him at one was, point. It, yeah. But it was also like a, a flyer, right? Like a, a sleeper. It was, being it like, was more situational need... where I, the situation, trying to figure out who that guy was going to be that I think can take over from Mike Davis. I don't believe in Mike Davis. It, I feel like it, someone's going to take that spot. And funny thing do you is, have an, do you have another yeah, name? Yeah. So before I actually, before that cut even happened, I, I made a post on Instagram um, that was uh, deep sleepers. And Caleb Huntley was my new deep sleeper from the Atlanta Falcons before the Javion Hawkins cut even happened. So Caleb Huntley, that's my new one. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Whoever's left, whoever's yeah, left. I was gonna say, do they have Olison too? Or Olison? I've seen Olison already last year. I don't. I, I'm gonna go okay, with the guy. You I don't. don't know. Okay, you, don't you know what I mean? I think they. I, I don't know. They probably only have three backs now, so you 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 have a better chance of picking one <laughs> that can outdo them. But yeah, I, when when we saw that Hawkins got cut, I was kind of shocked. I wonder if someone else will pick him up. I I don't think he's like over the moon talented, but I you know he's a. He could be like a scat back for someone. He was kind of intriguing. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're, um, oh, that's yeah, right. They, they, I forget. They, um, they had signed Deontay Foreman. That's what had happened before. So they have Mike Davis, Quadre Ellis, and Deontay Foreman and Cordero Patterson as well. Is, is Foreman, I mean, it's just a bad, that, it was like four field. years ago where I was like, maybe I would have been excited by that. But I mean, he, he was another one that he had, he had like a foot injury or something, if I remember correctly. He never looked the same and he was never quick to begin with, like never a fast NFL running yeah. back. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't, I'm, you know, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I just don't yeah, believe in Mike gl- Davis. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't really believe in that, that offense a whole lot anymore. Uh, that is going to be really weird. It's going to be Ridley and then we'll figure out pits. I don't know. They're going to have to throw like a be, lot. I feel like they'd be better off if they just re-signed Todd Gurley. I mean, that, that's kind of what I feel like. I, I've, I'm not they sure. Didn't do what any, they didn't upgrade. They didn't upgrade. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, there we go. That'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time. <laughs>